Welcome back, everyone, to the Bat Boys Valencia podcast. Today, we talk about the meltdown that is Valencia and what we do next with this club, Sam. And I, I, before we get started, I, I think really the topic here is what we pivot to next. Is I think, you know, you and I, we're, we're just done with Valencia soccer. So I have a few ideas that we, we took from the audience about what we could talk about instead of Valencian soccer. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I have some ideas about how to make a really good tortilla. And, and I would like, and this could be a more dynamic podcast where people yeah. can tell me what their thoughts are on how to make good tortillas. Um, and then I, I'd also, we could do it, we could maybe turn it into a paella podcast where we yeah. get Paco, we keep making paellas. When will Paco accept one of our paellas as a true paella? And the answer is never. But it's something that we continue to try to climb to uh, and we present him. What is this? Could this ever be used in paella? The answer is probably no. But, you know, we just keep, we keep doing that. that. That could be the show, Tim. That could be the show. Well, we'll, we'll never have to end that show because we'll never have paella. Yeah. We'll never actualize. Yeah, we'll never realize Paco's uh, satisfaction. And well, I mean, it can be like, and there could be some good metaphors there too with your dating life, like how uh, no woman is ever actually satisfied or happy with you because like, will you ever mature into a real live man rather than just like this adolescent man child's uh, that that you've that you've you've really perfected for 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 years and years, and just wondering whether that will ever change too. And and the answer is no t- as well. Even though you get close to it, it's like you can never actually get there. Um, wow. So this is, like, this is uh, very par for the course from a very sad, depressed, disgruntled married man. Uh, <laughs> looks at his good friend in the the Zoom chat right now and. And just thinks, gosh, oh, the freedom, the options, the possibilities, yeah. the paths not gone down. But, well, I asked a few friends and they thought Fidget the Bat uh, would be a good topic mm. for the podcast. And I don't know, do you know who that is? It's a pegged bat that was the secondary antagonist in Disney's 1986 feature film, The Great Mouse Detective. That might give us some good content for, yeah. for some time. Y- y- yeah, yeah. I mean, I also think we could just talk about you, your dating life. Like, I think the whole podcast, instead of rather just using metaphors, all right. why don't we just all just take joy in like the trials and tribulations of like a day with Tim? Like, yeah, he's well, day day hundred and thirty seven. He's still homeless. He's still uh, he's still sad. Uh, he you know he he still looks like he's homeless and, and in fact is homeless. So, I mean, that could be, that not could be much, good. Not much content. Not much has changed. Not much of a no, story arc there. No, uh, but, well, but Tim, I, I in all seriousness. In all seriousness, I, I, my dating life, all my, I can never, my personal life, it, it seems to be aligned with Valencia. And I'm, you know, I'm yeah. in a low place. And that's because yeah. we are uh, selling uh, Parejo and Cocolan to Villarreal for how yeah. much? I think we're we are we are sell we are giving them away for free, them away. and uh, the Val- the VRL ownership can have free paella whenever they want. They get Valencia oranges. Uh, they get everything they want. But on the third of February, twenty twenty five, they have to uh, 
pay us, I think like $10,000 or something. So there's, <laughs> it seems like it's a, it's a, a really a hard bargain. Uh, we, yeah. we, we made it, uh, we're tough negotiators. Yeah. Of uh, well, let's talk about that. So we would let go two of our, our key players, our marquee players for the price of Thierry Correa, who has not played, uh, but several minutes for us. Um, and this is the, uh, I guess the business acumen that Anil Murthy and Peter Lim, uh, profess to have. So uh, what am I missing here, Sam? Can you connect the dots for the fans? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just want to say right now, we're recording this on Monday. It is still, it, it is absolutely clear. Coquelin is leaving. He's leaving for a figure, you know, around 10 million euros, it seems. Um, it's, it's still not, even though the everyone's saying Parejo is going on a free uh, or is going to be uh, is going to be sold for free to Villarreal as well. I, it's still just like, I, I just want to see that happen. I haven't seen that happen yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think there's, there might be, this might just still be a little bit uh, preliminary and um, I, I, I don't know that it'll happen. I mean, I think, you know, this, the argument I guess from them is that we need to get the wages under control. And these are two of the big wage earners. Yeah. I, I just think if that's the, argument rodrigo has really high wages rodrigo you can actually get a lot of money for that would help address some of the wage problems with the rest of the club so i don't really see parejo leaving on a free making a lot of sense we'll we'll see if it happens um you know i I think the club makes the i think a lot of people are saying like oh look at look at ferran ferran that was such a bad deal for us uh and then therefore Parejo and Copeland. I would distinguish those two in that I think Ferran, we were in a tough spot um, because his his contract was 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 set to expire next year. I think with Parejo and Copeland, we have a lot more latitude. It's just that we've made it so obvious that we want to sell right. and that we need to sell. Right. That I just I you just don't get you just you just aren't going to get good offers that way. Um, Again, another comparison to you and your dating life, like people can tell desperation, you know, like when you, because you're so desperate, they're not going to want to go on that third date. Um, <laughs> Cause you keep saying like in the beginning of the second date, Oh, this is just going so well. I really want that third date. You know, I really hope we can go on that third date. And meanwhile, you know, the, like she is thinking, how, how can I get out of this so fast? This guy's so desperate to sell me Parejo and Coquelin, I don't want to buy Prejo or Copeland. So, you know, what am I, what am I going to do? Um, well, I, that, know, that's the situation we find ourselves in, Tim. That, that's the situation. Here's the thing, though. I, I don't know if I profess that I am, uh, you know, a great dater. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> I, I think, uh, you make, you're making fun of my dating life, but I never said I was uh, some maestro out there. But I think the system that uh, we uh, are in, that uh, Neil Murphy and Peter Lamb have, essentially set for us that vision is no longer really uh playing out in my opinion and i think this is like a really really bad outcome for the club like where we're finding ourselves and i would wonder like 
you know, we, we're seeing a lot of bad news out there. You know, we're seeing the, what, the, the uh, a manifesto by, you know, uh, this class of 86 about Valencia. Uh, they want signatures to uh, um, petition the club and petition the ownership. Like, I, I don't see a lot of good news here. And I don't really see, like, a lot of good news coming in the next several months. And I think Gracia has, like a lot stacked against him. Um, there's probably a lot yeah. of different ways we could have been or, or come to this despite even poor results. Um, and you and I, yeah, yeah. Villarreal and, you know, I think you and I, Emery, you know, mark my words, I think he's going to somehow screw this all up. You know, he's, he's not really done anything last few years. He's bombed out. Yeah. He won a few things at PSG. Who cannot, I could be the coach of PSG and win uh, the league. Um, and even with yeah. Sevilla, you know, he beat a bunch of bad English teams. So, um, somehow he'll screw this up. Somehow maybe they won't get Pareo. Um, but I, I think the where we've landed is is really in, in a bad place. And I don't know how we can get out of it and what really there is to look forward to at this moment other than one thing I want to bring up with you, Sam, is, you know, when Marcelino came in, we also had a fire sale players, but we did sign a lot of players, I think, in like the last week of the window. Uh, Paulista, yeah. Guedes, Condogbia, um, I think uh, maybe Pereira at that time. Um, so perhaps as we move forward and we have a lot of time in this window, we might see a lot of incoming and positive transfers come in. Do you see that happening? I, I see more. There's a potential, I think, for, for good loan transfers. Um, yeah. You know, I think that year when we were in a tough bind in terms of financial fair play, Alemani got, you know, he had got loan transfers with options to buy. So Guedes was on a loan transfer, didn't have an option to buy, but uh, Kondogbia came in on a loan uh, with an option to buy. Um, You saw more youth players. I mean, so I'm not as, as, uh, as negative as as you are here. I mean, I, I would say like, there's a ton of really, really talented players. The Parejo loss to me is more emotional than it is about the, the quality of the club. Even though he's the most important player on the team, it's, it's really an emotional loss for me because I, I love watching him play so much, and, I, I, and I'm such a fan of his. Like, he's, he's my player. Like, I, he is more so than anybody on that team. Uh, I know Valencians care most about their cantaneros, their, their players that are in the youth system, but Parejo is, is more Valencia than anybody on that team to me. I, I just, I absolutely, absolutely love him. And the fact that he's never wanted to leave, even when uh, Barcelona come uh, knocking on his door with the coach that he had said before was the best coach that he ever played for when, when Valverde wanted to get uh, Parejo. And he didn't want to leave because this is his place. And in the place that is like sometimes treated him pretty poorly. Um, so his, his love for the city and for the club uh, despite it all, I, I think is really, really unbelievable. And he's just, he's just a player that I really want to keep um, in the orange and black. And, and I think that's what's, what's sad about it is that's a player that you want to see retire here because he's just such a special player to the club, to the history of the club. And, um, you know, the truth is that he's a little bit older yeah. and is, you know, is he going to be uh, the difference between us getting in Champions League next year, I, I don't know, maybe not, right? Like, like he's, yeah. he's, gonna, he's getting older. He's not going to be – and, you know, he's been inconsistent sometimes. But for me, it's more 
it's just more uh, a sentimental factor that I really uh, love watching him play. And if he plays for Villarreal, the thing is, is that Villarreal is not the worst situation for me um, because I'll, I'll root for him when he's playing for Villarreal. I, I will root for Valencia when they play Villarreal, but I, I will root for him um, when he plays for Villarreal. If he plays for Sevilla, that's, that's what's really tough for me. I really hope he doesn't go to Sevilla. That would be the worst possible situation. Uh, but I, you know, I, I hope I want the most for him. And, you know, I think if he is in fact leaving, we're yeah. going to have a episode that kind of is, that just goes through some of the best performances, the most historic performances, the ones that you and I think about a lot um, over the last, you know, 10 years since he's been part of the club. And so I, I think, you know, I think with the direction of the club, you know, I think there's a lot of venom being thrown at Grassi right now. And I think that that's unfair. I think, um, Grassi's not responsible for the situation. Right. Uh, you know, he shouldn't be blamed for this. I, I think that, um, you know, I, th- I think, and I also, I, I take, I see some of this as good news, Tim. I, you pointed out this petitions, you know, this, this protest that's going to be on Wednesday that speaks to how tough our club supporters are. They're not going to take this lying down and, and they're going to fight. And I think that that's really good. I think that is what needs to happen to sort of prevent, some of these bad decisions because you know egomaniacs love having uh people fall them they love being loved and so if if everybody is protesting i I think this could only help the situation uh for us that that can slow down stymie some of these things that that happen so i I, i'm i'm not i'm I'm more sanguine about about the future here uh because of all the listeners because of uh because of uh of what a great club this is even if the owners right now are 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 a shame yeah i mean i hear you sam and i i applaud your sentiment and i i think it's a it's good to step back and and see this as a a club of the supporters and a club that's beyond the owners but i think it is uh uh maybe even healthy and uh right to vent a little bit that we would be selling of and, uh, for 12 million euros. Um, and I think it makes sense to reflect the, the fans that feel that way. Like this is, I don't know. Yeah. I, can you think of a series of missteps that were bigger blunders than maybe these three transfers, or at least the last six months leading up to these transfers to just have these players let go. And now we see a team, um, that's, I don't know, half the value of Valencia now look very, very strong and contending for Europe next year. And really, we should be there. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's extremely frustrating. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. The frustration is what's important, right? The fact that our fans are going to protest, the fact that we're venting. But, you know, I, you say three transfers. Only one transfer has happened so far. And I, I'm actually one that doesn't, this one's not necessarily Meriton's fault to me. I mean, you see, you saw, we haven't talked about this. I think this is a good segue, but just, I mean, you know, these other two transfers haven't happened yet. We'll yeah. see. We'll, you know, sure. let's, sure. let's let them happen. Let's let them happen. Um, and we'll, or rather let's not like, well, let's, let's protest, make sure that they don't happen. I think the Copeland was going to happen. Pareja one. I'm still not, I'm still not convinced that maybe it's just my, my blindness, my, my, my heart is preventing me from actually seeing what's in front of me, but I still don't know that it's absolutely going to happen with, with Ferran, you know, I think 
Veron is like a Jordi Alba situation in which he, the player, wouldn't extend his contract to get a better deal for the club. You know, Jordi Alba went for 14 million, I think, from Valencia to, to Barcelona at that point. For me, he was the best left back in the world. And, you know, he was a player that was totally rescued by Valencia. I mean, he was playing fifth division and Valencia turned him in to the best left back in the world. And he didn't show that, that love for Valencia by signing the contract so that Valencia could get a good deal. Ferran, the same situation. He owes everything to this club. He goes in this, this interview after he, does, he won't extend the contract. He blames Parejo for being a bad captain. He wanted to be the captain. You know, he wanted a, a, a seat at, uh, at, at Lim's house. Uh, you know, he wanted to be able to make out with anybody's wives on the club that, that he wanted to. Uh, it, was, it was a little ridiculous, Tim. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, you mentioned to me that uh, Pep Guardiola mentioned something. He came out and spoke again. Yeah, these are reports. Pep Guardiola is already annoyed already with his young Spanish with winger. Torres. And, and maybe that'll be enough to, like, silence him a bit and kind of put him in his place because you and I have talked about, I guess, the last several episodes on Ferran's attitude and the way he's handled this transfer when I, even despite, I mean, listen, if you want to leave, there's a way you go about it. Um, maybe you do give Valencia a lot of leeway to make a lot more money on the transfer. Maybe you don't, but there's a way you go about it. And he, that interview was not the way you, you go about it. And if you oh haven't, you should go back to, I think it was last episode we discussed this. Um, but maybe that'll be enough for him. Or maybe this is the first sign of, <laughs> Um, or you know, some trouble for uh, Ferran. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think to, to your Jordi Alba point, though, like there might be more hype around Ferran Torres at, at this point. And he had he had really, and the reason why he had really big performances and big games this year on a European level, and he also like had this big Atletico performance, um, and he did really well in the games that really mattered. And I think that's what hyped him up in a big way. Maybe Pep saw more of that, but um, I think it's a little different circumstance. And I think as you had suggested in pre- previous episodes, we, we should have done better by in this situation. Like this is not, I think, I think my point here is that this is not a club that is um, making the right decisions and handling the situations very well. And it goes back to a lack of a good sporting director and Alemani. Um So yeah. Uh, what can you do other than vent and uh, continue to sign petitions and protest uh, peacefully in the streets, Sam? Yeah, that's true. Well, I, I know what you can also do. You can listen to the podcast. This is a good uh, way. Uh, it's a good way to feel you know, this is cathartic. Uh, what we do here, it's, it's, it's a way to, to feel good, to feel like there's a lot of people that are, that are in the same boat you are. And that is despite how bad the situation is with the club that you support, uh, you're not. So that's, you know, there's a lot of good things to, to, to take away from the podcast. Yeah. You know, uh, Sam, we're here for everyone, you know, we're here coming each week. Yeah, we're here. Stuff. A lot of other clubs, poorly ran clubs don't have a podcast like this. You know, I just want to point out, um, you know, my favorite club, Arsenal, you know, just, I think they fired their whole scouting 
team. You know, they're just in shambles. Yeah. They don't have a. They don't they're have. Really, support. that's a. They don't have the support that. No, we no when you say, when you say your favorite, you mean your favorite club to hate. That's just so like so laughably uh, pathetic. That's oh, what you absolutely. Mean. For I just wanted to clarify listeners. that. If that was okay. unclear. My favorite team to make fun of and and really right, right. enjoy from afar. You know, I love to watch them fall apart and crumble. Um, it happens every year. Yeah. It happens a lot. So, you know, it's an yeah. incredible. So it really takes away from my crumbling life, you know, as exactly. it falls apart. Yeah. I can then view yeah. it and, and get more um, joy out of it. So, um we're here for, true. for everyone. Um, true. Sam, do we talk, want to talk about uh, any transfers in? I don't know. You've thought about maybe Odomendi, Angel Herrera. These are uh, continuing to linger. Again, very early. But yeah. Um, any thoughts on that? Too early to say? Tim, let's, let's keep that for Monday. I just think there's going to be a lot more resolution on some of these ideas. Uh, and so let's keep it in for Monday. We're going to have maybe as our guest, uh, Mathieu Alamani on the pod. Uh, he hasn't responded to us, but yeah. that, you know, there's still a chance that he's going to join the pod. So yeah, if, you, if anyone um, um, can get a hold of him, uh, if anybody can get a hold of him, I, I, I actually don't know his email. So I put a message in a bottle and asked him to be on the pod and I put it in our, my pool. So it's, I'm looking at it right now. It's in the pool, but I'm, I set it out. You know what I mean? I put it out there in the world. So we'll see. I hope he, I hope he gets it. I hope he joins. I think he joined, you know, because he, um, he, he has a strong voice and he needs to, uh, you know, get into the right listeners. And, and that's the listeners that yeah. come week here. So, um, or just you and I just bloviating. Uh, it could, that could be it too. Yeah. Um, that's probably what it's going to be. That's probably what it's going to be. Um, all right. Well, uh, okay. Any, any other uh, thoughts? No, dude. Love you. Uh, look forward to the next Monday. All right, man. Talk to you then. Okay. Talk to you then. All right. Bye.